Hashtag for Kyle. Um, for Nino. For, for Nino, there you go. For Nino. Um, prayers up. How about uh, Nino Strong? Nino Strong. <laughs> Welcome everybody, welcome back. This is the Large Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Kirai. And I'm joined by uh, not one of our <laughs> normal co-hosts. We are joined by a special guest. Uh, he is also the host of a podcast himself. He'll talk about that in a little bit. But we have Miggy Contreras, all the way from Las Vegas. Big time Ooh. Nets fan. I think the yes, only sir. Nets fan that out I know West personally. Coast. Oh. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't have any friends from that are like net fans that I know Damn. like that are at least like diehards, you know, people, there's like, 10 of us. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, you <laughs> know, like pe- <laughs> people follow players. Like if you're a huge KD fan, you followed him oh, from wherever he went or yeah. Kyrie or Harden, you know, okay. I, I keep tabs on the nets cause Harden, I felt that he's there now, you know, you got, there's um, 10 of, there's 10 of us. Exactly. They're all in New Jersey. Exactly. And if you peep that nets Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. None us. of them actually live in New York, which is interesting, but, yeah, I mean, there's a couple, but you mean, hey, yeah, yeah, out here. But, yeah, but Mickey, how are you doing? How, how are things going? Um, doing all right. Uh, you know, kind of just saw Team USA shit the bed. Um, yeah. So <laughs> kind of just well. reeling off. Yeah, thank God I did not wake up at five in the morning to watch that. <laughs> so I'm good. I just, I saw that and I saw some of the clips and it is what it is. We're still winning gold, but, you know, that's that's I how I'm so at well. right now. Yeah, I think so. How about well. you, man? Yeah. How you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, like I was telling you before we started this, just got back from Austin. Yeah. I'm feeling like the, you know, like after like a camp or a retreat, it's like that Sunday <laughs> afternoon, you yeah. just want to take a fat nap. That's what I, I'm going to do after this. Yeah, um, I, so, I got to study though, but I felt you. Yeah, Thanks for having no. me on, by the way, though. Appreciate it. Of course, it. yeah. I'm, I'm really happy to have you. Um, like when I first messaged you, you're very tapped into the NBA. I mean, your whole podcast is based on nba stuff like news yes, sir. scores rumors and whatnot so uh, definitely wanted to bring in somebody Appreciate that it. um is tapped in especially with the draft because with the draft you know a lot of times people don't really know much about you know guys out of the top three top five you know mm-hmm. but um i've you know i've seen some of your stuff on twitter and i know that um you you have a good feel for a, a majority of these prospects at least in the first round i would say i uh, appreciate it now seriously appreciate yeah. having, having me on Yes. Um, so what's that? What's uh, what's going down here? Yeah. So we're just gonna hop in and uh, do a bit of a mock draft. We're gonna start with the the lottery picks and then kind of right. see if if we want to extend to the rest of the first round because there are I think some intriguing things at the end of the first round. A lot of contenders that could okay. use you know specialized players, um, if you yeah. will. But we're gonna hop in. Uh, first pick goes to Detroit. I think the consensus pick is Cade Cunningham. That's oh, who I sorry. have. I mean, I, I look like, I mean, we said it since ever since he committed to like Oklahoma state, he was going to go number yeah. one anyway. Yeah. Um, not really much to, to talk about other than the fact that he's, you know, six, seven, six, eight and a point guard that I can actually shoot. My interesting thing, other than, you know, the idea that, you know, he's going to Detroit is that Detroit already has a developmental point guard in Killian Hayes. Yes. Um, albeit though, like, uh, he did kind of underperform and, and I'm not trying to, you know, like say he's a bust or anything, but right. uh, Killian definitely was, you know, he was out for a good majority of the season with a torn labrum um, started picking up at the end of the season. I think what getting K does for Detroit is that it allows, it allows like a secondary ball, not a secondary ball handler, but it allows Killian to more so just rely on scoring, which he pretty much mm-hmm. kind of has down. Yeah. Um, and also kind of like catch him up to, to, you know, speed, I guess. But I'm, I'm interested to see how it works is outside of, you know, Killian and Cade, you have Jeremy Grant, you have Sadiq Bay, um, solid, you know, co-stars to be with. Um, so I think having Cade Cunningham alleviates, you know, Killian having to be the primary ball handler mm-hmm. uh, where he could just kind of just be on the side and kind of do his own thing. Yeah, definitely. I, I think Killian Hayes could easily, you know, fit into a role where he's playing off ball 
And I think it simplifies the game for him. I think in mm-hmm. being in Detroit last year, albeit he was injured for the most part, but like when he was playing, he had to run the show. And that's very difficult for, especially I think um, besides Luca, you know, he's kind of in a class <laughs> zone, but like, but like yeah. international stars, especially if they're, they have to be the guy right away, they got to adjust to a new game, you know, new players, yeah. whatever. Um, it's, it's difficult. So I think it simplifies the game and it, it actually helps Killian Hayes um, I agree with a it lot. Too. But like, he's also super raw. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. like the depends that like, again, like five years down the line, this could totally be like, you know, one of the best backcourts in the East. Let you know, like, mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm not going to disparage Killian. Like he's, he's super high potential. Um, a lot of people said his peak would, you know, could possibly be like James Harden. Um, Cause he, he's pretty much modeled his game yeah. after James Harden. It's just, again, you know, Europe is, you know, clearly different than, than um, the NBA, like FIBA rules are totally different mm-hmm. than the NBA, um, which should 100% benefit Killian 100%. If you, yeah, if, yeah. if you remember like two, three years ago, when Lucas said like, it's easier to score in America than it mm-hmm. is to Europe. It is 100%, 100% true. Yeah. If you We're look at the Olympics, that right now. Yeah, yeah, literally you see that in the Olympics exactly. right now, there's no foul beating. Um, bully ball works so essentially like for Achillean, like you know he should if again we're trusting detroit you know who's heavily lead into um player development if they um if they make it work they could have the one of the best backwards in the east yeah um we're gonna move on to the second pick it's an interesting one for me i'm a rock fan <laughs> i know born and raised from houston it's there's been a lot of back and forth recently i think uh right. over the past couple weeks now leading up to the draft it's been more consensus that Jalen Green's the pick that's the pick I want ever since Mm. we got the second pick um obviously I wanted number one Cade would have been great but um I'm a huge Jalen Green fan I've been following him since he was like a freshman in high school um and uh I even have I brought this out I even have like a little magazine that I nice. on the slam yeah cover. you're already you're already so, you're already on it <laughs> exactly first nice. time i meet him i'm getting him to sign that's, this that's you know, right nice. away it's perfect right um, nice. but I've, I've been a big Jalen green fan obviously if you follow mm. high school hoops you know his name he's had some yeah. of the most ridiculous athletic plays um that you've seen mm. in high school and uh, a lot of potential on the offensive side defense is obviously where he's going to struggle um but i yeah. i've seen in a lot of his interviews that he's very aware of that and it's something that he wants to commit to. Um, I think his playmaking yeah. leads a little bit to desire in terms of dis- distribution. But this is a kid that can, he was averaging, what, 20 points, I think, in the G League. That's, I mean. About, last time I checked, it was like 17, and then he had like four and two. There you go. So so yeah. almost almost 20 points um, yeah. in the G League, playing against guys who are, uh, you know, former pros, pros, whatever. Yeah. Um, and he's got a high upside. He can jump out of the gym compared to like Zach Levine type athleticism, mm. which I think is spot on. And so I think this is the the go-to pick here, not because, and I, I also really like Evan Mobley, but we have Christian Wood holding it down at the five. So, Ooh. you know, it, it just makes sense. I think Jalen yeah. Green fits in better offensively, especially alongside Kevin Porter Jr., John Wall, I guess is yeah. gonna be there. <laughs> and, and some of the other guys. Um, so yeah. I, I definitely, my bias says Jalen Green, but also I think reality is saying Jalen Green. What do you think? Oh, uh, big time. So I guess, so when the lottery first happened, um, I was on board with the whole Evan Mobley to Houston thing. Um, I mean, Evan Mobley's always been like the number two guy. Yeah. Everyone said it would always go Cade, then Mobley, then, then Jalen Green. And it's probably still that way. Um, it's just recently, again, Houston's been very, very vocal. Yeah. Well, you know, vocal, but about getting Jalen Green if Cade Cunningham is in there. There's always those rumors that they're trying to trade up, but you know that's not gonna happen. Um, no matter how. I don't know why. Like what? Like what? Kind of, <laughs> I mean, it's it's smokescreen season, so it's like yeah, of course, of course. You no. Know, um, but I I think like you know Jalen Green's going obviously be the pick because of how vocal things are been. Um, like you said, great offensive guy. Uh. I mean, when you're tearing up like 20 points in the, in the G League against like grown men, you, it's pretty obvious how special you are. Mm-hmm. Um, my only thing is, uh, I mean, defensively, he's you know he's pretty skinny. I mean, he's put on weights about like 170. Yeah. Um, but he's also, you know, 
not really lazy, but he kind of, you know, he tries, but again, it's, it's the, you know, the physicality of having to, you know, kind of keep up with everybody. Um, past the, the other thing is too, and, and, and is, this is for sure going to be like the concern I have if they really do run this, you know, Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green, you know, backcourt. And it's that, which you call, uh, Jalen Green and uh, Kevin Porter Jr. They're going to be 100% just, they can score easy. Like it's no big deal. That's not the concern. It's more who's, going to be facilitating the basketball because Jalen Green is not that he's not bad of a passer but he's not where you want him to be either yeah of course right um there are times where if, if you see some of his clips in the G League um, and for all your you know your listeners to kind of like look this up but um a lot of the if you if you watch some of you know the games that he does like you know he'll he'll be there you know, lazy pass or like he'll try to force a lot of it too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, it's, it's, it's fine. Like, again, you're, you know, in high school, you're probably able to get away with a lot of those things. Yeah. Um, so I, th- you know, he's going to be going to have to adjust for the first couple of years, but um, I think, you know, with how he's done during interviews and how he's been, you know, very publicly, like great head on his shoulders, you know, very mm-hmm. good work ethic. I think it'd be a home run pick, you know, you know, to, to get Jalen Green for Houston to run that trio of um, Jalen Green and Kevin Porter Jr. and Christian Wood. Uh, I'd expect them to, to buy out or trade John Wall in the next coming week I or two. So. I, hope I so. mean, I, I don't, and I'm, I'm not saying like I have sources or anything. I have absolutely right, no right, sources. Right. <laughs> uh, like I may be like, I may be writing for a website, but I do have, I have absolutely <laughs> no sources on this one. Okay. Um, but I, I'm 100% like, and you guys can refer this back to, you know, to this episode, but I 100% expect like John Wall to not be in a Rockets Jersey this season. Um, primarily because again, the Rockets have no need for him. Mm-hmm. And two, like, you know, there's contending teams that need point guards. Um, and I mean, we'll probably talk about them later, but you know, there's one team in LA that somehow is linked to everybody as always, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, that that's my thing. Yeah. So that's- yeah, definitely. Very, very intriguing. And it's, it'll, it'll just be a lot of fun. Like you said, um, the, the primary ball handler thing, you know, that's something that um, they're gonna have to figure out. And I, I trust the coaching staff to be able to handle that. Um, and I, I do expect to see a lot of, you know, maybe bad shots taken by both of, by that backcourt, a lot of yeah. turnovers in the first couple of years, but um, yeah. like we, you know, Kevin Porter hasn't even played a full season of basketball yet. Yeah you know, technically. And, um, and so there, there's still a lot left to be desired with him. So we'll see how Honestly, it goes with, with Kevin. And before we move on to Cleveland yeah. um, with, with Kevin Porter jr. Like, look, like, and I mean, this has been very much said by like almost everybody, like, you know, in the league and it's this like Kevin Porter jr. Is special. Can he stay out of trouble? And that is it. That is, that is literally it. He's, you know, great talent, you know, you know, great player. Off the court, you know, obviously it's been very public. You know, he's had numerous instances off the court. You know, that's that's the only like the the trio. If you know this actually happens of Jalen Green, Christian Wood, and and Kevin Porter Jr. can that that can be a force maybe like three four years down the line, yeah. maybe sooner. It's just a matter of you know, is Kevin Porter Jr. like good to go? Exactly. You know, yeah. So yeah, I agree hundred percent. Uh, we're going to move on to the third pick. It's Cleveland. Again, mm. this one seems like a, a no-brainer. If, yeah. <laughs> if, if, if Cade and Jalen are off the board, yeah. you're getting Evan Mobley. Right? I know, 100%. You know, and and it's actually this came out you know recently today, actually, with uh, uh, Zach Lone and Woj with their show today. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you watched it. and um, I didn't get to see it today. Okay, so um, I saw a clip and some tweets about it. They're saying that, Cleveland has been kind of like getting more enamored with having a Jared Allen, Evan Mobley front court, um, which I'm very like, I'm, I'm down to see a twin towers. Right. Right. It's just a matter of who's playing center. That's that's, what's going to throw me off here. Mm-hmm. Um, both are literally meant to just play the center position. Right. Play one of them at the four. You're kind of, they're both rim, like good. Like it's good to have like multiple rim protectors, but again, not as mobile as you want at the four for either one, but I, I, mm-hmm. I mean, it still could work. I mean, the, the Cleveland Cavaliers are bad, like, you know, for a bad team, <laughs> yeah. you know, like they're, they're, you can't really worry about fit when you're literally just trying to see like, which, you know, which people can you keep 
Like, I mean, they're, they're apparently trying to trade Colin Sexton, right? Right. So, I mean, I had, again, it's the pretty obvious pick. And, I mean, Evan Mobley can stretch the, the floor with you, and, you know, for you, actually, and you just have Jared Allen rim run. It's just yeah. defensively, how do you, you know, who's guarding the four? Yeah. And who's, who's camping the paint? That's, yeah. that's all I have. But, I mean, this is a no-brainer. Like, Cleveland, this is, like, probably their best decision they've made since allowing LeBron to just GM their team. Yeah. 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 I think, I think, you know, this twin tower thing work would have worked 20 years ago, maybe. Right. But it's, it's a totally, totally different game, but you know, you don't have even like prototypical fours playing the four. It's usually like, you know, a lot quicker wings that that are doing it. That just, you know, happen to be a little bit taller, longer wingspan. So it it is Anthony Davis. Exactly. Yeah. So it, 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 it is, it is a, a bit of concern, but like you said, I mean, if you're, if you're a top five team in this draft, you shouldn't be thinking, Oh man, which guy's going to fit the best. It's you, you got to take mm. the best available, um, especially in Cleveland's um, situation. They don't need a guard. Even if you get rid of Colin Sexton, the, the top three guys are, you know, like playmaking guards. And yeah. if you believe in Darius Garland, you know, you can't stunt his growth like that. Um, yeah. So Shout out Sexton. I think, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, w- I wish, I, I wish, I wish we could get another season of that. But, um, but Colin Sexton, you know, eventually wants to be a, a max player or thinks he's a max player, so it gets difficult in that situation. Um, but yeah, we're gonna move on to the number four pick, which is another very interesting. I love how this whole draft lottery played out because there were right. very interesting positions for certain teams, and especially Toronto here at the four pick. Um, again, you know, you take the first three guys off the board. Jaden Suggs is the no-brainer. Obvious number four, yeah. yeah especially <laughs> with, you know, Kyle Lowry, probably not going to be in a Raptors uniform next mm. year. You need a point guard of the future. Um, to And someone that can, you know, they're very, if there's one team, there are a few teams that are very good at um, player development. But Toronto is, oh, you know, yeah. kind of the place to be for, for guys like Jalen Suggs oh, who have a lot of potential. So um, I think he would fit very well. What do you think about this pick um again like we talked about like we, we just said like a couple seconds ago again this was like the obvious like if all three are gone you know yeah jalen sucks there and like unless you like some bar miracle like you know cleveland somehow took him at three for some reason like yeah um jalen jalen sucks is for sure number four um i mean for a, for a lot of people they'll probably remember him for that uh you know hail mary three they did on um i think was UCLA. it ucla yeah yeah um and during march madness but for you know for a lot of people who haven't seen much of his game this this guy's you know he's so good um yeah like great great vision great passer mainly because he played quarterback in high school Mm -hmm. um great shot creator um you know great shooter so you're pretty much getting a a great decent player the rumors that you know with with toronto right now is again they're interested in ben simmons um we don't know what's going on with kyle lowry uh, yeah, I mean, the Lakers want Kyle Lowry, the Mavs want Kyle Lowry, the Pelicans somehow want Kyle Lowry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he, he's that pretty one, much that want... one didn't make sense. Yeah, right. So like, <laughs> the Kyle Lowry is pretty much wanted by like a good amount of like mm-hmm. the league, Contenders. right? Um, and so whatever Toronto has in store, um, Woj said that he's ex- you know he's expecting Kyle Lowry to get paid twenty five to thirty million um, on his next contract. So it's going to have to be a sign and trade to a lot of these teams. Yeah. Um, and so if, and, and it's probably going to, I'm going to lean 70, 30 on this one. Like it's probably going to like where Kyle Lowry's done as a Toronto, which is going to be an end of an era. Um, I think with this pick, you go Jalen Suggs and you run out the lineup, Jalen Suggs, you get Fred Van Vliet, who's, you know, finally does not have to like be a point guard. Um, yeah. And then you have OG Anobi, Pascal Siakam, if he, you know, if they don't trade him either, yeah. And then, you know, Chris Boucher, solid mm-hmm. young lineup, you know, you're still like Toronto's going to be rebuilding for at least one or two years. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the Toronto Raptors like player development is so damn good. Like they could probably mm-hmm. pick up a dude off the street and next thing you yeah. know, he's like a bona fide star. Exactly. So uh, t- uh, Jalen Suggs got to get his like passport ready. Cause he's, you know, he's got to be Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you look at that starting lineup that you just said, Four besides Jalen Suggs, four of those guys are G League guys that just came out of, like literally oh, yeah. year after year after year, they just popped off and now they're like a big thing. Like, the crazy thing is too, like I'd like again Toronto, like Toronto's like going to be a bad team 
well, yeah. mediocre team this year. Yeah. It's hard to say bad, but I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, maybe the play-in. But I would not be surprised either that Toronto, if Toronto like somehow makes the playoffs again. Like Nick Nurse is still a phenomenal coach. Of course, yeah. It's just, you know, circumstances and, you know, like the lack of a center and now, you know, Kyle Lowry probably gone kind of hinders that. But, I mean, mm-hmm. they can't go wrong with Jalen Suggs. Yeah, and I mean, a guy we didn't mention yet is Gary Trent coming off the bench, most likely. Ooh, he's that's he's developed. Right. I mean, oh. the, the moment, yeah, the the moment oh, he, yeah, the moment he got to Toronto, he was popping off. Oh, like crazy. yes, you know. Um, I I do know he is. Is he still? They didn't sign him yet, right? He's still a free agent. Like he's still in the pending free agent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still okay. waiting for him. But I, I mean, anyway. they're gonna sign they're, him. They're yeah. gonna sign him anyway. Yeah. yeah. Dang. So they 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 do have they have a lot. They're their future is very bright. So even then, like I mean, you could even just have Jalen Suggs come off the bench, bench if you really want to like, yeah, play it safe and you don't want mm-hmm. him to ease him in. You come off the bench and you just have Gary Trent start. Yeah, that's probably oh, how the whoa, beginning wow. of the season looks. Yeah. Totally, just forgot about him. Yeah, forgot they gave yeah. up Norman Powell for that. I know, right? Yeah, they're <laughs> oh, they're definitely wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely right. gonna reap the rewards soon. Oh um, wow! Okay, good for that. We're gonna move to the fifth pick, Orlando. Orlando's always a, you know, they've been a fixture in the, yeah. in the top 10, top five picture. Um, I'm looking here at CBS. They're saying Jonathan Kaminga and so, I am inclined to say yes, but mm-hmm. I think it's between him. There, there are a couple guys. Scotty at five. Barnes. Yeah. Scotty Barnes. Yes. Um, and maybe book night, I think. So what, so from what I've been reading though, it's like, um, this is where, like, this is the point in the draft where everything starts going like haywire, per se. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because Orlando has two two picks in the top 10, five and eight. Um, they've been very vocal that they do like Jalen Green. So, mm-hmm. I mean, again, they, they could very Sweating, much want to trade. Yeah, they can yeah. They can very much want to trade up. They can trade up to number two if they wanted, number three if they wanted. Um, but the prevailing, the prevailing rumor here that's come out the past couple of days, you know, according to a lot of like, reporters here is that they like scotty barnes a lot and they you know they would take him, and i'd probably lean towards scotty barnes taking it i personally don't like it but i mean it you know when you have two top 10 picks and you know you're straight at rebuilding like it, it doesn't really matter you're just yeah, yeah. Was, you know but i want to see why you say kuminga because like with me like with I can see why they say Scotty Barnes because you have Jonathan Isaac coming off, you know, an injury. Yeah. Um, I don't think they have any other forwards other than him that you can pretty much rely on. Um, maybe no, Gary Harris is a is a two guard, but yeah, like the, the like the only concern because I mean, look, you already have Jonathan Isaac as your main defensive guy. I mean, you could have a whole defensive identity with with Scotty Barnes. Yeah. But um, my thing is like everyone keeps comparing him to Draymond Green, and 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 stuff. But it's like Draymond can actually do stuff on offense. <laughs> like he actually can. Um, and th- this is a knock. Scotty Barnes can, is you know is a great solid facilitator, and whatnot. Um, we saw that during, um, during the you know the tournament. He, he, he's more. Yeah. He, he could be a playmaking threat, but he just has no offensive like game like he, he he's like allergic to trying to score or anything like to your viewers like watch watch any of the florida state games in the in the ncaa <laughs> tournament did absolutely nothing yeah. offensively so i can you know i interesting what like i mean it's orlando they need whoever they want but i want to see why you say kuminga on it mm-hmm. yeah yeah I, I in terms of the fit i would also lean kuminga mainly also because I would like to see Scotty Barnes in OKC with the next pick, and we'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, I, I agree with the the Scotty Barnes analysis. You said Scotty Barnes looked really good in high school, but that's because mm-hmm. he was playing with Moses Moody. He was playing with Caleb Houston. He's playing with he Cade. On, he was know, on that like, stacked uh, Montverde team, like they exactly. Yeah, like literally, probably the most like all the guys that were starting are going to be lottery picks this year. Yeah. You know, on on that team, so. Um, his his offensive game was a lot easier. It's not not only is it high school, but he had a bunch of guys there. But yeah, when he be when he had to be the the main guy, mm-hmm. um, I he has a lot of potential as the point forward. Um, but yeah. there's a lot on offense. He's got a um, very raw on offense, I think. I um, but I do think he has a good you know mind for the game. He can read it pretty well. 
yeah. and defense. He, he brings a lot of energy. He can be the emotional leader like Draymond. And we're going to you know go straight into number six with OKC. I said Scotty Barnes. Um, who are you feeling for OKC? Oh, this is where, yeah, see, this is where I, we flip here because I, I was going to put Kaminga here. Okay. Um, again, Oklahoma City is like tanking. Um, we know this. <laughs> they have like half the league's draft picks for some yep. reason. Um, but I, again, you know, this is technically what a lot of people are saying. Like, this is where the, the Kaminga's, you know, chat, you know, starts happening is in this range because, again, it's been pretty public now that Scotty Barnes might be going to Orlando. Yeah. Uh, look, you could say book night here at six, you know, to pair with, with Shea Gilgis, but I mean, again, it, it's, you know, it's Oklahoma city. You can, you know, you're, you're tanking for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Cal acquisition. The next best guy is going to be Jonathan Kaminga. Um, I mean, they don't really have a front court right now. No. Than, uh, uh our boy Pokusevsky here. Yeah. Um, seven foot 180 but uh <laughs> God, and they and weird. they just traded away most brown who actually i know like what the hell like i didn't i, uh, I didn't know what they were doing with that one you know the sam press he just stockpiling picks for that you know yeah, what, yeah you yeah. know what he was doing yeah. but um no like i i think what you could you can like you could have just have just run the shea gill just lou dort you know front uh backcourt screw it have a run you know mess around for the memes you're tanking. Who cares? Right. right? You're just exactly. trying to see who, who sticks. You know, you're trying to see who develops well. That's the point of it, right? Um, but Kuminga fits here because, again, you, you need you need, you need need wings, you need forwards, and that's obviously a present need. Um, so, again, fits here. Oklahoma City has, like, 20-plus, like, like, developmental coaches now, <laughs> uh, apparently. So you can, you can fix his shot selection. You can fix, yeah. like, his passing. If it if it all pans out, Oklahoma City's you know it's got something special there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're you're again like if you can fix the the offense, which has a lot of potential, you're gonna mm-hmm. get a very solid two way guy because he he plays oh, defense yeah. very well. So and he's he's got good size. He just um for for the game. He just has to you know understand like you know if you're gonna cut through his you know if someone's setting like an off ball screen just go under it <laughs> yeah yeah don't run don't run straight like don't try to go over it, and like you're just gonna run straight uh-huh. into the screener yeah um and he also does need to stay aware of like you know of like with when it comes to help defense you know as much as you want like you help in the paint you got to like stay aware of like what's going outside but right. great great shot blocker off the help though definitely yeah I, I think a lot of his tendencies in high school carried over and he's still i think getting over that right. yeah 100 um uh, we're going to move on to the seventh pick, another mm. very intriguing pick. Golden mm. State's first um, first pick in the first round. They have another one later on. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are saying, you know, they might move the pick. They might yeah. go for, you know, this guy, that guy, blah, blah, blah. I'm very confused on who they should get here. All right. Um, so I'm going to let you lead this one because I okay. don't know <laughs> what to do. Um, so again, rumor came out, to, uh, rumors, I mean, this has been the prevalent, prevalent rumor is that they want to pack. I mean, Steph Clay and Draymond have been like telling Bob Myers to like, Hey, like get us, you know, a star at with seven and 14. Yeah. Um, then it came out today that it's Bradley Beal or bust with those two picks. I, I guess that means like Dame, I mean, it's either Dame staying for sure. Or he just hasn't, yeah. doesn't, you know, wanted to declare out. Um, yeah. But I mean, if it's Bradley Beal or bust, and again, that that means you're kind of just waiting for Bradley Beal this week to announce if he actually mm-hmm. does announce this week that he wants mm-hmm. to trade. Which again, this is like a huge rabbit hole because again, comes out today that Bradley Beal is like you know debating his future yet again in Washington. We don't As he know. Should. <laughs> I mean, he, he should have been doing this like he's been doing this the past two or three years. He just right. he's just loyal, right? Yeah. Um, but again, as we know, loyalty is just a word in the dictionary. Um, so if I'm going to assume that nothing four days from now could be totally different, I'm going to assume nothing happens because I, I don't think there's a package that, you know, that can be formed in the next, you know, well, for Beal to declare right now. I mean, there's probably better packages out there for him. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm thinking is book night would be a solid one, but I mean, you already have Jordan Poole in a sense, so it's kind of repetitive. But I mean, you can't go too repetitive with it. 
I actually would go Moses Moody with this pick. Mm. Um, and mind you, like, and don't get me wrong, like, you know, uh, they did have like great workouts with Book Night. For for Moody, you know, I think they've had like, what I think they had a, like a second workout today with him, um, according to Jonathan Gavoni of ESPN. So, um, you know, before you know this second workout, they were also very high on him after they you know had an interview and workout with him the first time. So, I, I think it's all all signs towards you know. Uh, Moses Moody for sure and it, it fits because he's a 3 and D guy and yep. that's who they need behind, yes. uh, besides Stephen Clay and coming off yeah. the bench as well you know mm. like we're we're gonna talk about Orlando who's next right again With the, the, the eighth pick right? they <laughs> <Again>. have <laughs> they have three guards that you know yeah. they're, they're running with and two of them are point guards yeah um and so you know it seems like Cole Anthony and uh RJ Hampton are guys that they're heavily invested in and the, as they should yeah. be so a Davion Mitchell pick here, plus you already have Gary Harris. It's like you're just stockpiling a ton of guards, and mm. you know, are you willing to just you know plug and chug and see which one fits? Might as well, you're it, I mean, yeah, might as well. But it, yeah. at the same time, it's like you know maybe there's another guy. And if Book Knight is on the board, I think I go with mm. Book Knight. With, with I eight would, pick. I would go with Book Knight number eight, because um, again, dude, bonafide score. Uh, Orlando is tanking. I've, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty yeah. much like a broken record, like with all with a lot of these taking teams. Like yeah. you're bad, like you should not be worried about fit. Mm-hmm. Okay, like you know, the only exception was last year with the Golden State Warriors, where like they're not a bad team. They're just they were just screwed over with injuries. Yes. Right. So, um, I I would love to see Book Knight. Like you already have electric scores in RJ Hampton and and Cole Anthony, and somehow Gary Harris gets it together. You got Gary Harris. Yeah. Um, that guy's in, in Denver was so nice until he got injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, Last two seasons have been rough. But you know, like as I, like I'm still gonna go right with Book Knight, but I think you brought up David Mitchell. If if Orlando really wants to, you know, stick with this defensive first mindset that they they kind of technically already have, you could go there. Um, but you know, again, like it's it's more it's a matter of like, you know do you value like how much do you value like an NCAA tournament breakout performance compared right. to like, I mean, he's been doing this since like, you know, he, he's been doing this for like three years now, but yeah. you know, uh, he's got on the, he, his, his, uh, his draft stock elevated because of the NCAA tournament. Um, Book Knight had to carry a, a damn UConn team to that. So <laughs> he, it's, it's much, it's like, how much do you value like the NCAA tournament, like versus like possible empty stats because, of you know a trash UConn team that you had to be dragged into the NCAA tournament, but mm-hmm. you know the draft combine does prove that Book Knight is a legitimately great shooter. Yes, yes. So hundred percent, yeah. So yeah, I I, I think we, we both agree on Book Knight for a Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, moving on, pick nine again. It's like Davion Mitchell's <laughs> there. You think about it, but then you know they got De'Aaron Fox and they they have um, Therese Halliburton, which is you know that. That's that's the backcourt of the future for them. Yeah, that's um, right. And so I uh, I do like you know the idea of Keon Johnson Ooh. there at nine with them. Ooh, forgot um, about him. Yeah, an- another you know three and D type, good shooter. He's six five. Um, uh huh. You know, and that's so a, you okay. you put you put him there with with those two guards. You might you might see something real fun there. Um, and that and I think is. I think for for Sacramento they they proved last year. They didn't necessarily need Tyrese Halliburton, but they saw him. They're like, "Oh, we want this guy. He's and we so want good, him now." Oh, yeah. Gosh, he's so so good. it's like they they took the best <laughs> available then, and I think here you do the same thing. Keon Johnson seems like a, a good pick for them. Um, I just you know look, I genuinely like. I'm not even trying. I'm not even trolling right now. Like I genuinely want to see Sacramento do good. Like I'm yeah. not even trolling. Hundred no, percent. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, like like just. Me, because I'm a West Coast bias here, even though like I was, I was from, I was born in Brooklyn and only lived there for two years. But like, <laughs> do you know how amazing, how amazing it'd be for like just you see all California teams just good? Yeah. yeah. You know, like I mean, I think it's all just playoffs. Good for basketball. I know, Cali, like look, all in the playoffs. Look, like the the league has to be like. I mean, again, no one really cares about Sacramento, but like the league's gotta be salivating when like both New York and California, like all their teams yeah. are in the playoffs. Exactly. But that's beyond the point. But like. Um, because I mean, whoever they pick, they're not going to make the playoffs. And the biggest right. reason why is because freaking Luke Wallen. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> I agree. Like, look, Sacramento, if you somehow stumble upon this podcast, please fire Luke Walden. I don't know what the <laughs> hell you're doing. Okay, Didn't they just I, extend him? No, they – so <laughs> the report was that they didn't want to fire him because it would be expensive and they don't want to pay do two different coaches because they were still paying Dave Yeager oh, and they don't want to pay, keep paying. Like, first of all, they should not have fired Dave Yeager. That's a Vladdy thing. That's a Vladdy pride thing. He screwed them over bad, yeah. but um, they should have, Oh my God, they should have so bad. Um, <laughs> but that's beside the point. But I think um, with the Kings though, um, again, Rumor came out today, uh, according to, I think it was Shams who, who who reported this that um, there there's rumor like the Lakers were trying to trade for Buddy Heald. Yeah, um, I don't know how much traction that's gotten. Again, I have no sources. You know, um, I, I have no idea like what's true, what's not. I just I'm just gauging it from there. Um, I trust Shams with a lot of things, so yeah, <laughs> take it for what it's worth, um, fellow listeners. But um, so if if they do somehow accept like a KCP for Kuzma trade, because like according to the Woj, they for for actual like this isn't a meme anymore. Like they've actually offered KCP and Kuzma to every team in the league. <laughs> um it's <Yeah. laughs> not a meme anymore. Like NBA Twitter's become like the legitimate Lakers front office. Mm-hmm. Um I think you would just get Davion Mitchell. Um and I mean the the fit would be technically weird because you already have Halliburton and and um, and uh, De'Aaron Fox and you know Davion Mitchell is only six foot, but I mean he's a great defensive guard and defense is what the Kings need. Um, you could it's rough, but you could try to have Halliburton like you know run the three guard. Um, yeah, he's tall. Lineup. Yeah, he's like six five, six six, and it's. I mean, the three guard lineups worked. If you remember Oklahoma City in the bubble, or yes. and last year in general, where they had Shea, CP three, and and Schroeder, like it, it can work. So I, I mean, the Kings can make it work. Um, the other person I would look at would probably be uh, uh, Franz Wagner out of uh, Wagner Wagner. I don't know. I think it's Wagner. Yeah. Wagner. Okay. Yeah. Younger brother of Mo Wagner. Um, yeah. But. Because Bagley's probably gone. Um, God, they could have been so good. It's not like, yeah, and it's not you like know. he was really there either. He's been hurt. Yeah, so multiple directions here, but I my pick would be would be Davion Mitchell here. Davion Mitchell, okay, yeah. solid. Yeah, yeah, very. They have a very intriguing pick as well. They they could go a few different ways. Pick number ten. This right. is New Orleans. Again, New Orleans is another team where it's like. I mean, the Zion news has them a bit, you know, I think uneasy. Oh, is it the one about his his family members? Yeah, like him, you know, oh, his, yeah, his yeah. family asking him to leave. But Apparently, I mean, that was like know, his extended family from, from what I heard. Yeah, exactly, so. yeah. Okay, that's, yeah. That's what I heard, too. So I was like, I don't even know if that's even like a real source. But, um, yeah. you know, you have, you have the potential of Lonzo um, going somewhere else. Ooh, and uh that's right. and then you're, you're you're left with you know eric bledsoe <laughs> and uh and and of course brandon ingram who's you know all-star zion yeah. all-star you got steven adams still so we'll see you, if he stays there who do you think i would? this one's tough um because i didn't pick davion mitchell for um eight and nine. Ooh, that's right. um I'd, I'd say davion mitchell to new orleans for me personally based on okay. everything else that i've i've said yeah previously I mean, it fits them all again. Um, I mean, are you just drafting them mainly because they need guards? Is that? Is that? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. It's either um, that or they they need more wings. That's you know. Yeah. Either way. See what? Because what I was thinking was, I mean, if the Kings don't take Wagner, uh, Wagner, I would say that the Pelicans probably do. That's a good one um, too. It's yeah. a good shout. It's because I, I so, and that's uh, you know, that's also like have like a disclaimer like they may not even be picking at 10 a uh, mm-hmm. rumor came out today that they wanted you know they're they're dumping eric bledsoe to memphis for seven you know so they'll get 17 but they have to give up 10 to and eric bledsoe to get there um which is just brutal in itself yeah it um so 
Uh, and then they have Lonzo possibly, you know, leaving. Mm-hmm. So weird times in, in New Orleans. Um, David yes. Griffin's a fraud general manager because we know he didn't <laughs> do anything. Yeah. I don't know why people keep giving him jobs because we didn't do anything <laughs> in Cleveland. We know this, guys. Like, it was LeBron yes. James literally yes. shadow GMing this. Um, he gets too much credit for, for what for what it is. But, um, look, I – it's weird because you know New Orleans is kind of that time crunch with mm-hmm. with Zion because once you've figured out that you know Zion's a freaking beast, you kind of just running out of time at this point. Yeah, um, it's a pretty much ticking tight time bomb, especially on uh, Brandon Ingram. I I don't know if they still have Josh Hart under contract. Um, I don't I don't think so. I think he's a he's an impending free agent. Yeah. Um, because so, he's the same cl- draft class as Alonzo. Mm-hmm. So I mean. My I my thing though I'd still go Wagner though because they have no shooting at all and, and Wagner yeah. would probably just give you the size and and you know shooting to do so so that that's who I go with that like uh, number ten yeah I like that I mean definitely if you're gonna have another big with Zion it's got to be someone that can stretch the floor not Stephen Adams no disrespect mm. to Stephen Adams he just no. you know it's He's bad just spacing not it. yeah it's yeah because you already have Zion in the pain just come on exactly yeah it's no one on that damn team can shoot exactly yeah so i i i I like that pick that you you went with as well it's not the 90s Um, anymore guys exactly yeah um we're gonna move on to pick number 11 charlotte one of my favorite teams from this past season um i've always been interested in in charlotte just because you know mj owns the team and oh that's true it's 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 always a a good show more so behind the scenes than on the court but now on the court I'm all about LaMelo Ball, dude. Yeah, me too. <laughs> he's, got, so, he's so much better than Lonzo. And yes, I will yes. die on that hill. Like, yes, if, no, anyone I, want... <laughs> if, any, if anyone believes otherwise, they might need to If anyone here. wants to argue with this, or if anyone wants to argue with this with me, I will I, I will link, like, I will post my socials, like, and, like, JQ will probably, like, link my socials, like, on this video. Yeah. Like, bang my line. I will argue with this, 20, <laughs> like, all day long if you want me to. I have time sort of yeah you know but um yeah uh, i'm sorry that's not the point yeah. but like you know who would you <laughs> charlotte uh interesting i don't know much about this guy uh josh giddy from Ooh. from australia okay. he's a, a a wing but um that's kind of what you know just kind of looking at who who else is left and mm. in terms of the the fit stuff and i especially if, if franz wagner is out already by then i think giddy Again, I don't know much about it. I'm just kind of going off of what I'm seeing on the mock drafts. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I know that he um, kind of provides some some good shooting, um, could learn from somebody like Gordon Hayward, because um, I think he's he's basically like a, a three, maybe a four. He is 6'8", so he could stretch yeah. the four so in, in this game. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk about Josh Gideon a little bit because I, I haven't gone somewhere else. But what I was going to do is I was going to go uh, – Kai Jones, uh, the center from Texas. Hey, yeah, yeah. Because um, I mean, their center group is not nothing to write home no. about. It's Bismack yeah. Biyombo, who's going to be gone because he's a free agent, and I think Cody Zeller too is also a free agent. Um, albeit, you know, they actually aren't like I'm not disparaging them. Like they are actually pretty solid in the right situation. Right. Um, uh, and, and I mean, if we we do talk about our respective teams later. Like, you know, I would, I would love to have Biombo, but um, with Kai Jones, great rim runner. Um, what you call it? He's still pretty raw, but I mean, if you, if you simplify it, you know, then I mean, that's the key for big men to in the NBA when they start yeah. out in the leagues, if you just simplify what they need to do just to just like rim protecting and like uh, rim running. Works for Charlotte because Lamelo is just going to toss some lobs, and we know yep. how great of a passer yeah. Lamelo is. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think it would work. Um, that I think that'd be like a no. It's like my next no brainer pick after like the first four, in okay. my opinion, for Charlotte. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'll talk about Giddy with you with you more later because uh, I've been going somewhere else. Yeah, um, yeah, Charlotte could definitely. I mean, this is a team that was so desperate. You know, last year they were thinking about getting Drummond, right? Um, 
you know, like they, there were, you know, legitimate rumors about it. Um, so yeah, they're, they're definitely in, in the market for a center and they could use it. I think that's a big piece. And yeah, Ew. Kai Jones, he's turned a lot. I know, I know. Um, but Kai, Kai Jones has turned a lot of heads, especially mm. in the, uh, in the combine and, and some of the open workouts he's done. Mm. Um, so I think that's, that's a very good, uh, good pick there. And, um, yeah, that, that pick and roll, you know, that's, you know, that, that kind of would look similar to what like Trey Young and Clint Capella are probably doing in, in Atlanta, yeah. you know, 100%. um, a lot of, you know, big time alley-oops coming from that if, if they go with the Kai Jones pick and, mm. and he's, you know, solid defender as well. Um, rebounder. He's what, like six ten maybe seven foot. I think he's seven foot. I'd have to look it up, but he's no, he's six ten. He's six ten. Okay. Six ten. Um, yeah. So we're going to move on to pick number 12. And that's San Antonio. San Antonio could basically, they're they're like Toronto. They could pick anybody, and he's yeah, he's going to be a, a a big time player. Um, I am a little torn on this one. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Jalen Johnson on this one. Um, oh, as a okay. It'll be interesting too because with uh, DeRozan potentially leaving as well, um, I think Jalen Johnson. Yeah. Um, I'm a big Duke fan, and I've also followed his high school career as Being well. Being Duke, uh, yes, sir. I should, not be wear- I should not be wearing this shirt, though. I go to UNLV, so uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should not be wearing this shirt. But a lot of my favorite players from Duke, I feel you. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, shout out, shout out to the brotherhood. But um, if- I think he he has a lot of potential. Um, it's it, you know, his his offense is very raw, but he's you know very athletic, glides through through the court yeah. especially on the fast break and he's a very good defender um he he showed a lot in duke if there's one thing he showed yeah. a lot in duke it was his ability to to defend and also be a pretty good shot blocker um mm-hmm. you you put him in a system where um you know he can learn how to how to play you know good team ball learn how to move the ball a little bit more mm-hmm. um accentuate the positives with him especially on offense yeah um, i i think they could have um a, a really good you know, gem, hidden gem on their hands with this one, especially with guys like, you know, you got Patty Mills, so you got DeJounte Murray um, and, and stuff yeah. like that. And uh, Keldon Johnson as well. So they, they have a good young core. I think they need some wings um, yes. either at the three or the four. Um, Cause I see mm-hmm. a lot of Isaiah Jackson stuff um, for him going to San Antonio, yeah. but um, I personally would pick, I'm not super high on Isaiah Jackson myself. So I would pick Jalen Johnson here. Okay. So, I so I you know Jalen Johnson to me is interesting and like I'll be for like I don't know if we're gonna I think we're pretty sure going through the whole entire lottery, um I don't know yeah. after that but I actually do not have him going in the lottery. Okay. Okay. So fair that, enough. yeah. Fair enough. Why I say this again like um I the big red flag is again like he's kind of like has I feel like for what like everyone's you know you know been re, been you know been saying and like what you know I've you know kind of seen too like he's like he's kind of bailed out on a lot of, yeah. A lot oh of his yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So 100%. like once, I mean, again, I don't blame him at all, like and whatnot, like for shutting himself down, um, d- you know, last season. Yeah. Because Duke was already out of you know tournament contention. You know, I again, I don't get secure the bag. Like if he gets hurt in a meaningless game, that kind yeah. of ruins everything. So it's you know it's more like, so I I don't blame him for doing so. But this also happens in high school where he transferred because he wasn't getting like the stuff that he wanted. He played for three teams in high school. That's what I'm his, saying. His senior year. <laughs> so that's that's what I'm saying. Like, sure, like sure, I can't blame him for wanting to sit out. You know, the rest of the season at Duke because you know, secure the bag. You know, no one's forcing you to play at Duke. But um, like, you know, that's kind of sketch for me. Um, so. But kind of going off, with, you know, with my pick, the Spurs can kind of just do whatever the hell they want. I mean, you know, they yeah. aren't going to be good for a while. They're kind of just rebuilding here, but they're in a weird, awkward position because, you know, Demar is going to be gone. Patty Mills is probably going to be gone. Um, let's see, they lost Lamarcus Aldridge this season. Yeah. Um, man, I wish he was, and I wish he never had that heart condition. Yeah, I know, um, I know. So good, but um. Honestly, they, I don't, I mean, they, again, this, this is one of the situations you just throw shit at the wall, see what works. They got someone good in Kildon Johnson. Um, he's repping team USA right now. They got DeJounte Murray and uh, Derek white who are apparently available in trades now. 
Um, Interesting. So I'm gonna go with like the most Spurs pick ever, and it's them drafting that a uh, center from Turkey, Alperen Sagoon. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like that's okay, it's like the most spur like is the most Spurs pick ever because no one knows who the hell he is. Um, he literally like is an international player. Like he, no one knows who he is, right? So he he's a high upside center. Like dude, you know can be like you know Vucevic can be like Sabonis and then obviously the you know Turkish uh Turkish um you know reference here with Enos Kanter. Yeah. So I mean look great inside the paint, you know, the Spurs run a very traditional like kind of motion offense where you go they always plant one dude in the paint the whole time. Um so I no, I think I get, you know, they get him. And then my only concern is that he can't shoot for crap. Yeah. Know? So, <laughs> I mean, hey, it fits the Spurs because they, when everyone changes the game to like where everyone's five and out, like five out, the Spurs are like, yeah, no, screw it. We're going to go with like, like everyone mid range or not, you know? So, which is ironic because the Spurs were 100% part of the small ball, like, you know, yes. evolution. Yes. But then <laughs> yeah. Pop comes out and says, no, we're not like that anymore. Like, <laughs> Bro, <laughs> but yeah, that, that's gonna be my pick at my at twelve. Okay, nice. Um, the next one is Indiana at thirteenth pick. Mm-hmm. Indiana is uh, their makeup of their team is very interesting right now, and I think yeah. it from the rumors I hear, it's either. It's looking like Miles Turner. I don't have sources. You got sources. You got to let me know. <laughs> yeah, right? Trust me. If you don't have sources, I for sure don't have sources. <laughs> right. Um, but um, it does seem like Miles. I like, I think uh, with, with Turner and Sabonis being paired in yeah. that front court, it seems like at some point they're going to try to part from one of them. Um, mm, Miles Turner for sure. Probably. Yeah. My, I mean, you know, that's the, that's on, the, Again, if, if JQ doesn't have sources, and I've been very vocal that I do not have sources, again, I we're, we're just spitballing here. We could be right, exactly. and, you know, you know, we'll be famous off of it. But yeah, um, keep going though. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So so Turner probably probably is gone. So that's why it's it's a weird situation that they're in for me. Um, but if I'm looking at them, you know, they need some. Well, they need everything. I think. Mm-hmm. At, at this point. So I'm, I'm looking and I'm seeing a guy here from Virginia, Trey Murphy Jr. And I'm thinking maybe he's, he's a 6'9 shooting guard, right? Okay. So it's like maybe they're seeing him and thinking, is this like a Paul George type that we can okay. add? I'm not even like who who's on Indiana right now? I'm like so, blinking. <laughs> so you got, I know no one, I know it's the middle of nowhere, even though exactly. it's a state that grows basketball literally. If you haven't seen Hoosiers, please watch it. Yes, yes, great movie. I love it. <laughs> please movie. watch it. Um, so they have Karis LeVert come, coming from the right. from yeah, the okay. James Harden trade. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, I mean, he didn't he didn't play a lot in the in a Pacers uniform because um, he did. Oh, thank God that they found it during his physical. I think yes. it's like a tumor in his kidney. Yeah. Um, and then they still obviously have Sabonis. They still have Turner. Um, they also have Malcolm Brogdon. Um. They also have Jeremy Lamb. That's about it, really. That's oh, TJ McConnell, but he's oh yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, mind you, though, TJ McConnell and Doug McDermott are um, free agents as well. Okay, but that—that's who they have on roster right now. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I, I don't really know who to pick for them, honestly, right. because I, I actually do like Trey Murphy going to Golden State in the 14th Ooh. as well. Okay. Um. So, but yeah, it's a weird thing I, who, who are you who do you think <laughs> so this is this is the part where i was going to talk to you about giddy because i was i have josh oh, okay giddy yeah in there. yeah yeah so um again like you know milestone is apparently like the you know the hype trade talk um coming out like charlotte wants him um i forgot who else wants him but i know someone else wants wants a uh, miles turner so with giddy here and i mean you have malcolm brogdon already who's kind of like your uh your point guard but you could always, I mean, he's a tradable asset at this point. Yeah. Um, you could, you could trade him to like, well, you could trade him to another contender, but I mean, it's a, it's a mixed bag because Indiana is not like they're a playoff caliber team. It's just yeah. when you hit the the injury wall 
and uh, you have a shit coach like um, freaking uh, see, I forgot his name. I don't even know. Yorkerin, sorry. There you go. Yorkerin, yeah, yeah. there you go. Um, you know, kind of, you know, lose the locker room after that. So, um, Gary's a solid pick here because you could probably just, you know, have him run, you know, your backup point guard uh, behind Brogdon. Um, he is, you know, there's rumor that the Pacers could possibly be moving, moving out of this pick because, uh, you know, there's rumor now that the Rockets might, you know, be trading with this team. Um, by trading one of their future picks, or well, not future picks, one of their later picks in this draft. Mm-hmm. But you know, no, Giddy's like six eight. You know, he has a solid shot. You know, better than Ben Simmons. Um, great playmaker. Uh, it's just a matter of like what you know, what uh, what Indiana wants to do with him because Karasovic is very ball dominant. Like he needs to have the ball to in order to actually like be effective and then say i mean sabonis is a great facilitator um brogdon can you know is a pretty solid facilitator so you can never have too many playmaking but like at some yeah. point any has got to like realize like i mean this is this is probably like their future guy when brogdon like is done mm-hmm. but you know that that's what it is okay so i got i got another name for you what like because okay. you talked about they they do have a, a good amount of playmakers so maybe like a i don't know Corey kispert running around Shooting Ooh. threes for them, that could work. Could that work, that, yeah, that could work. That could work. That could work because I mean, he's a very he's a very Indiana type guy too. He's a very Indiana type guy. Oh my <laughs> goodness, <laughs> say they, the least. They like they love their little you know traditional white shooters over there. Exactly. Um, yeah. He's got the headband and everything too. Yeah, I know. Like, no, no, I'm not even trying to stereotype. Like this, this is no, the Jimmy yeah, Lee no, facts. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I w- if if Giddy wasn't still on the board, I would I would probably like take in Kispert at uh-huh. at. 13 but um it's it's also like the only so the only reason why if if i'm in indiana and you take kispert you're you're gonna have to like you're gonna have to assume that like they're not bringing back you know doug mcdermott right so you know it's it's a matter of like what 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 their plan is free agency like you know literally three days after yeah so but i i mean you got you got to watch some giddy highlights, man. They're they're pretty sick. I do, I do. I, I definitely do watch sick. some giddy highlights. Yeah, because I, I I saw his comparison with like a Ben Simmons, and I was like, I thought at first I was ben like, Simmons well, I mean, shot. they're both. I was like, they're both Australian <laughs> tall point guards, but yeah, I, I definitely gotta but check giddy them out. Can shoot a little bit. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, let's go uh, pick fourteen. Uh, we're wrapping up the lottery. Mm. Um, Golden State's second pick of the first round. Uh, so <laughs> you you take you don't one. you don't know what you don't know what uh, again what they're where they're going with this yeah it's golden state's kind of an anomaly for me okay so um again they they just need literally people to compliment steph and clay and draymond that is right. that is it um they, they don't they don't need another point guard they don't you know they already got they already got that handled with you know pool party jordan pool so um you could go Corey kispert here fits the profile would like that, yeah. You know, the difference here is that Kispert can't play defense well. Right. What do the Warriors also need? Defense. Defense. Because you Draymond's a solid defender. Wiseman is, you know, is a solid, you know, rim protector when he develops that part of his game. Like, that's, yeah. you know, he's, he's got to work on that footwork. Um, Kavon Looney, who's staying, again, does his role pretty well for, for Golden State. So they're, yeah. they're pretty much set there. It's the wing defense that they need more. So, I mean, they already have Juan answer Anderson to help with that, but with Clay Thompson coming off two major like injuries back to back. And mind you, like, don't get me wrong. Like to all the Warriors fans that are like hearing this, like don't crucify me. Like <laughs> I love Clay Thompson. I love Steph Curry. Of course. Like the Warriors are literally my second team. <laughs> like, so it's yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that I enjoy watching um, obviously behind the nets. But um, like with Clay, like obviously his shootings would be okay. It's just a matter of like, can you still play defense like you could before the injuries? Yeah, that lateral movement, especially. Yes, if I mean if Kevin Durant is an example here, like he could probably do it. Um, but my my actual pick here would be uh, Chris Duarte out of Oregon. Um, I like that. He's he's kind of he's kind of gotten a lot a lot of like traction to like kind of go in the lottery now. Um, and like I for, aforementioned earlier with uh, 
with the uh, Moody pick. They brought him. They also brought Duarte back in for another workout. I did see today. that. So it's a sign that they definitely, um, they definitely like him. You did mention Trey Murphy. They did bring him again for a workout. Uh, so, but I think though, like I think Trey Murphy's definitely been like skyrocketing up the the draft board. But I think Duarte, for what it is, kind of fits the time frame. Yes. For for Golden State and their yeah. goals to try to make it back to the finals. Exactly. Yeah. They're they're hundred percent win now mode, and Duarte is the type of guy that he's going to be <laughs> up to speed pretty quickly. Big time. 